When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. 651-641-1071. What do you think? Because, Bradley, why are we asking? Well, I don't know if you know this, but this weekend we're falling back. Yes, kids. we are. We're ditching that daylight saving time and moving on to Central Standard Time until March or not. But wait, I don't know. There's more. Is there? Maybe. <laughs> Congress? Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I sound a little confused because I am. Here's why. Anyway, that's why we're asking. Okay. Do you want to know why we're asking? Yeah, I want to know why, why, why. <laughs> what are we confused about? I mean, I'm confused. Because. Because I'm confused. Literally the whole of everything in the United States. States, people in those states. U.S. Americans. U.S. Americans. Maps. <laughs> the whole basic government of the United States almost has said Let's ditch daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's saving with one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not an S, and, and back, certainly not an apostrophe. But nobody seems to be able to like agree. Like everybody agrees, but nobody agrees. Welcome to America, twenty twenty two. Right. When it comes to daylight saving time in March of this year, just this year in March, believe it or not, the Senate passed a bill to make daylight saving time permanent. So not ditching it. What I mean is the ditching would be the changing. Okay. So that the next, that next March, Uh when we would spring forward forward, or spring forward, Mm -hmm. um, that we stay. So that the following fall, we do not fall back. But, but in the same way, the following spring, we don't do anything either. So we'd be done doing that. We'd just be stuck right where we belong with daylight saving, which some states do. Already. Yes. Like, I think, like, literally one Arizona. full state. One full state and then some parts of other states, I yeah, think. which is so bizarre. And they're only allowed to because they were like, uh, even if your state says this is what we're going to do, the federal government has to approve it. And that's where, for the people going forward, mm-hmm. is my point. Mm-hmm. But back in March, the Senate passed a bill to make it permanent. So you might think, Isn't okay. that how a bill becomes a law? Well... It's very complicated. (laughs) It's very complicated. And if the uh, rest of the government doesn't sign off, in fact, I honestly think it's just the House that needs to pass the bill and then the president would sign it into law that it would then make uh, daylight saving time permanent. Um, But for whatever reason, that's not happening. All this many months later, even with the clock set to be turned back this fall, this weekend, 
the House has not picked up the measure, and it seems unlikely to do so during the lame duck session following next week's midterm elections. Mm. And people say, I can't say, or people in the House say it's not a priority. Because you can imagine there's a lot of other pressing issues that nobody's doing anything about. Don't even get me started. I just feel like this one would be a quickie. It's like, I mean, literally, it it is the easiest thing. Like, who in their right mind is, look, how many people are calling in right now to tell us that they want to keep this back and forth? Zero. Zero people. Now, we might disagree on what we should stick with, right? which is a fair thing. But how about you just pick one? And and you'll live with it. You'll be okay. It's all fine. Like, yeah, I don't want to make the change. When does this expire? Uh, It expires at the end of the year. Okay, so we really only have a couple months left. Well, because if they, you know, if the government doesn't pass, like, you know, one house passes the legislation, my understanding anyway, and, you know, Bill on Capitol Hill, uh, I was a child of the 70s and Mm -hmm. 80s, so uh, I thought I learned through cartoons how this government works. Mm -hmm. Turns out I was wrong. Yeah, well, a couple different Um, times. But uh, I think because the other house hasn't picked up the legislation, it'll just die. At the end of the legislative session, which means that we'd have to then pass it again in the Senate and then not pass it again in the House and then sit here on the show next year and then have the same call in segment twice a year. I mean, honestly, about whether or not we should change. I think we did this a year ago. <laughs> no, we <laughs> absolutely did. Oh my gosh. Okay. 651 641 well, Somebody is calling, and I wonder if this is the one person that wants to keep going back and forth. Well, let's talk to Carol and find out what Carol's Hi, Carol. thoughts are. Hi, Hi Carol. How and you're are entitled you? to your opinions, Carol. We respect them all. Hi, I'm fine. You know, I was thinking about this, and I think they'd probably do away with it. But they have maids and butlers that can change all their clocks and candles. What <laughs> have you? I love it. I was like, I don't know where she's going, but it's going to be good. <laughs> that was good, Carol. Carol, thank you. You're right. The people who have people to worry about their I will clocks. say one thing that we don't have to, I mean, we don't have, you know, uh, people, maids and butlers, as Carol said, but we do got phones that do it I for know. us. Remember when they didn't? Yes. And you had to remember it. Like, yeah. that's the thing is that at least we have phones that do it for us. So I don't have to, but I will still get the text from my wonderful mother-in-law that we get the day before every time the clock changes Yeah, that says, don't forget tomorrow. And we're like, yep, our phone you know just does it. We don't even my think about car, it. The clock in my car has stayed oh, yeah. an entire six month period For or sure. whatever it is. And then you're like, this is just the time that my clocks turn right again. Yeah. How exciting. Yes. Especially on your microwave. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh God. Yeah. Who even has time to set the time yeah, on your that's microwave? that's nonsense. That is nonsense. Um, I'm with you, though. Like, let's just pick one and stick with it. And yeah. I honestly don't care. I it's don't care. It's the one thing we can all agree on. Yeah. We don't want to do this Nobody anymore. Nobody wants to do this. Yeah. And I'm being facetious mildly when it comes to our government. But that's because, you know, that's what we do here on the show. But, I mean, clearly. Well, this would be like a moment of success. For our government. Yeah, and I, I feel like we could use that. It would bring us all together. We would all stand oh, around and hold hands because we'd have time. For about five seconds. Because we wouldn't have to be changing our clocks. And we could all sing together you a know song. What, you know what I would love it. to? A victory. Forget exactly. Set it and forget it. I would also, our, our rotisseries, um, global rotisserie time. <laughs> I do think it would also then be a great next step. What? I was just thinking, what if that's what they change 
all the time. Global, the global GRT. <laughs> rotisserie The Rompo Peel time. Yeah. Yum. Rompo Peel Act of 2023. <laughs> anyway, you were going to say something. and I, uh, I would like laughter. us to take it one step further and just make all the times the same. Yeah. I agree. I don't. I don't need to like. I hate going to faraway places and having to do with the jet lag. Do you know? Can I tell you what the worst is? <laughs> Which is just... a bummer for the people. Time is imaginary anyway. I know. The worst is so. Like we do a lot of traveling to Indiana uh, in the Lindstrom home that because part of Indiana's on uh, got a weird bubble. Yes, daylight saving time bubble. But when you drive into Indianapolis. Uh, your time changes yeah. and we forget all the time. Yeah. Especially when you're driving, you just don't think about a time change. Yeah. Cause you're like, well, I'm just, I'm in the Midwest, whatever. And then our clocks change and it is the most, it is very confusing. And so I'm with you. Let's just like make it all the same. Yeah. And, the darn it, and like, everybody else just go to adjust. LA. It's noon when it's noon here. Yeah. But they just treat it different. Yeah. I mean, who cares? Right. It's all imaginary. Who cares? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> When we return. Because I still haven't figured out, isn't it like basically time travel when we go to faraway places and the time is different, yeah, but, but like, we only, it only took us a few hours to get there? Yeah, but then you get the stuff back, like you travel, you, you time travel, but then, yeah, if you come back, yeah. then it, the ship writes itself. Yeah. But in the moment, it's very exciting until you realize you're going to lose it all again. I'm so confused. I know. Well, you know what? You won't be confused when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show because you have no reason to be. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes oh. is here from Paul's trip to the movie. Hi. He's he's going to tell us whether or not we should be streaming stuff, and if so, what, and all the things he usually does after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies has joined us to tell us. You know, what uh, is available for our eyeballs this weekend? What do we got, Paul? Well, I have three streaming movies we can talk about. Okay, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, no need to leave your couch this weekend. So uh, the, fine. Can, can I start? Can I ask okay. to start with Go one? Ahead. Because it's the one that my husband asked me about, and I said, I don't know anything about okay, it. Okay, great. Causeway. Oh, yeah. So this is the Jennifer Lawrence starts situation. Today streaming on Apple TV Plus. Again, if you don't have it, it's four ninety nine. Start subscribing now before they raise their rates. Anyway, so she... Oh, thank um, you for yeah, that. You're welcome. Uh, service, service. That's news yeah. you can use. Um, <laughs> she plays a military vet that's back home after Afghanistan after suffering a severe accident. Now, you don't know that when the movie starts. You mm. find that later on. But while she's back home, it's a very run-down, blue-collar community. She doesn't really want to be home. So she now she has to face her trauma of the past, and she meets this mechanic named James, played by Brian Tyree Henry, who also kind of comes with the traumatic past. It's really about their friendship, these two strangers meeting, not really realizing, but really understanding either that they need each other for that companionship mm. and that trust to be vulnerable, be open up to kind of understand what's going on with both of them. Mm. Sounds like an emotional roller coaster. It is. I will say it's a, uh, a small, quiet introverted slice of life type of movie. This mm. is a very different take for Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, we're used to her seeing Hunger Games, yeah. X-Men, the big David R. Russell movies, roles, big yeah. flashy roles where yeah. she can just kind of, for lack of a better word, play mentally unstable. Yeah. And there is a piece of that here because there are conversations about PTSD and trauma, but how is she reacting to that? Why does she think that her only way out of being home is to deploy again mm. after suffering a head injury? Mm -hmm. Like it's 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 a very interesting role for her. Is she is she super okay? This, I don't even know how to ask this question. So right. just 
you'll understand. Yeah. Is she super acty in this role? Like, does she no. overact it? I would say no. I would say, and that's one of the things I like about her is we get to see her not do that. Ah. Very introverted, very subtle choices. She can just kind of play the truth of a scene. And Brian Tyree Henry, same thing. He is so good at being just captivating and vulnerable and just being present. That's it's such an actory term to say, oh, they're both present on yeah. screen. If, you, if you're not actor, you may not know what that means. But like, it was kind of just a joy to watch them be very natural and stripped hmm. down okay. in a way that you're not used to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that sounds like a, I mean, sounds like they did a good job. Yeah. I think job. it's the movie's like 90 minutes. So oh, that's it's, easy. It's oh. pretty short, too. How many tickets? Three out of five ticket stubs. Three out of five. Not a lot of action. Don't expect action. Yeah. Don't expect high, Just high drama. Just a nice slice of somebody else's life. Right. That we're not familiar with. Yep. Okay. Okay. Where do you want to go next? Well, we're going to go to Netflix. Okay. Let's go with a family-friendly choice. Oh, fun. Yeah. This is called Enola Holmes. Mm-hmm. We've heard a lot about this. Oh, you have? Yeah. Well, I feel like I've heard about it. It's been sort of floating out there for, I don't know, however long the project's been. Yeah. yeah. It's, it stars Millie Bobby Brown yeah. as Sherlock Holmes's kid sister, mm-hmm. who in this movie, now that she's got a case on her about, she's opened her own detective agency. Mm-hmm. But she's realizing that her brother gets all the cases because everyone wants Sherlock. They don't want the young sister. Mm-hmm. Until a young girl steps in her doorway saying, can you please help find my sister? And this web of what this mystery is... It might also involve a case that Sherlock is working on. This missing girl works at a matchstick factory. She also has this secret side career as an actress and a dancer. Mm. So it's really Enola finding out, like, what happened to this girl at this factory, at this theater? And mm. are people, does she maybe know a truth that pe- the older men are trying to silence her for now? Oh, okay. interesting. So you'd think, all oh, this young, like a YA, but it's so smart. It's so relevant to today. And I think what's great about it is Millie Bobby Brown makes her completely different than Eleven. I don't know oh. if you saw the first one. No, I haven't. I feel like you and Tilla would, and I don't want to just exclude yeah. Keller or Ollie, but yeah. I, I think they would all really like this movie, and I yeah. think they would love who this Enola Holmes character is, because she gets kids, I think, to then think outside the box. Yeah. You see her thinking about these cases and trying to unfold the mystery on screen, and Bradley, your boy, Henry Cavill, plays Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay, so I'm here great, for that. Yeah. Probably not shirtless, but it's okay. No shirtless. It's, it's a shirt on. It's a shirt on experience. It's yeah. his uh, debonair smile. <laughs> Absolutely. And you still get the Sherlock Holmes vibe. You get um, the 221B Baker Street. You get the, he, there's a shot of his pipe. Yeah. So it still feels like the Sherlock Holmes mysteries. And Mori- Moriarty is in this movie, but there's a big twist with that character, too. Ooh. So that's what I'll say. Do I, well, I wanted to ask about somebody else who's in the movie, but I don't know if, if she's a part of the twist. You can t- ask. Helena Bonham Carter. She plays their mom. Okay. Who right. we know is on the run. That's all mm-hmm. I'll say. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I love all these characters and I love, I mean, you know, there's a reason that people keep going back to Sherlock Holmes. I mean, yeah. A, because it's free. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> it's in the public domain. Mm-hmm. But B, because it's just such a deep well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think having adventure. this new this new angle of having the kid's sister opens the, the lore of Sherlock Holmes up to a new audience, a younger audience. And then there's still more cases. I mean, if you watch the epilogue of this, you're like, oh, they should make a third one now. Yeah. And how you'll many, find out why. How many tickets Four does? out of five for Enola Holmes. Oh, okay. Two. Okay. Yeah. With more our... likely to watch that than Causeway. But... Right. Right. Uh, okay. So with our remaining two minutes. Yeah. If you want a true story, watch the Good Nurse mm-hmm. on Netflix. It stars Jessica Chastain as this single mom, night nurse, working her tail off. She also has a heart condition, so she feels like she can't even take time off to deal with her health because mm-hmm. who will take care of her kids? So then that her hospital hires this new nurse. His name's Charles Cullen, who really is kind of a saving grace for her. They strike up this really strong friendship, and all of a sudden she's asked by the police 
what is going on with this new nurse? Because there have been deaths at all of his last hospitals. Uh, and she's like, what are you talking? That's not, this isn't the Charles I know. And she now basically has to get him on tape confessing these crimes. Oh and this is a true, true story. story. So it's, he's essentially a serial killer because he is connected to hundreds of deaths across a ton of hospitals in New Jersey. Oh my God. Wow. How did we miss this story? Yeah, no kidding. Well, I, I didn't even know about it either. And the movie is not the grisly true crime f- story that mm-hmm. you think it's going to be. It's really about this friendship and having empathy for someone. And I think that's what they really try to bring across is not fighting violence with violence, but seeing someone in a different light or seeing mm-hmm. a different angle of them. Yeah. This, so again, very slow movie. It's not like your Grey's Anatomy high drama. It's a friendship. Not like, everything can be Grey's Anatomy. I mean, right? That is the truest thing you've ever said. <laughs> True. But maybe I'm for a different so happy. reason than I meant it. Fine. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great performances. Jessica Chastain always delivers. And Eddie Redmayne in a role that you've never seen from him before. How many right? ticket subs for that Three one? Three out of five. And I got to interview both of them. Ah, on YouTube. your website. Yes. YouTube. Uh, so you can <laughs> check out Paul McGuire Grimes on all the social media and check out that YouTube channel to see those great interviews. You'll be on Twin Cities Live Absolutely. today. You can see some of those interviews there too. Amazing. Thank you, Thank you Paul McGuire Grimes. When we come back, we need somebody to play Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot. Call now, 651-641-1071. You will win. That's a promise after this. Oh, we do love a Friday because we like to put a little spin on our favorite segment. Crazy Stupid Idiots on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we do have a contestant at the ready to play spot the crazy stupid idiot. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like? Well, like, let's first welcome our contestant to the phones. We've got Amy on the line. Hi, Amy. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited. I always want to play a game, but I know I never know the answers. Well, you know what? This This is the perfect game. I could get this one. Exactly. This is the perfect game for you because all you have to do, Amy, is sit there and enjoy us telling you about crazy, stupid idiots. Now, two of the crazy, stupid idiots you're going to hear about are fictional. We made them up. One of them is real. It's a real-life story. It really actually happened. Your job... And you've already accepted it, so don't turn it down. <laughs> is no to identify which of these stories is actually real and really, really happened. So just sit tight. Now, here's the other thing: is you're gonna win because we just let you guess until you get it, and you have three chances. And then you're gonna get a T-shirt. So just sit there and relax and enjoy the show. Um, and we'll get back to you when we're done telling you about these crazy, stupid idiots. Are, is that does that work for you? That's perfect. Thank you. Amazing, Amy. Okay, hang tight. Now, uh, who wants to go first? I can go first. Why don't you go first? Fabulous. I'll go first. All right. We are going to uh, Florida Light. We call it Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Wherein I would like to tell you a story about a Trieste County woman 
That's a thing. Uh, facing up to 180 days in jail and a fine of $2,100 for shoplifting. Mm. Okay, so Sharon Pugh, 37. She's from Crandallsburg, Pennsylvania. I don't know why she doesn't have a southern accent in Pennsylvania. But she was arrested Tuesday at a Wawa. That's like a convenience store, I think. Mm -hmm. On the 1200 block of Dorchester Avenue. Oh, I've been to that one. No, you haven't. I'm just kidding. After employees accused her of theft. Now, theft is not unusual. No. It is also not a reason to call someone a crazy, stupid idiot. No. Was it what she thieved? Well, maybe not so much what the what the what oh lord what she thieved. Not necessarily what she thieved, but how she went about thieving it, and how she was caught. Mm. Yes. So first, let's start with what she thieved. Again, she was at a Wawa, so mm. this is pretty common at a Wawa, Pepto Bismol, or any convenience store. Uh, no, it was not Pepto Bismol, but it might be a thing that gave you the need to use Pepto Bismol. Ah, uh, hot dog. No. No, but but uh, a taquito. No, <laughs> but it is well. Some of them may be shaped like that. I don't know, but no, they come in a variety of shapes. Donut. Nope. What is like if you walked into a convenience mm-hmm. store? What area would you go toward? I mean the beverage. The big gulp. Okay, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. What do you want, want me? What thing. am I there candy! for? Okay, she sorry. Had, okay. No, um, so she stole a bunch of candy. Okay. But that's not crazy in and of itself. No. Like she stole candy. Also kind of low stakes, but she's now facing 180 days in jail. Because it wasn't just thumb candy. It was a lot of candy. And it was how she pilfered the plentiful treats. That earned her crazy stupidity. Did she just like dump it all down her shirt and she walked out with a You're lumpy tummy? You're not far off. Did she crouch down and then <laughs> tuck okay, it up? All right. Tuck it up there? No! <laughs> no, but yes, she did dump it in something. And uh, he, let me tell you what she did. Okay. So p- employees noticed uh, that, did I even tell you her name? Something Pew. Yeah, Sharon Pew. Uh, that Ms. Pew. Any relation to Florence? Florence Pew. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Sharon Pugh repeatedly kept disappearing from view. And then she would return back to the candy aisle. Mm-hmm. And then she would disappear from view. Can you you want to guess where she disappeared from view to? The bathroom. Mm-hmm. So she did this a number of times. And the there just happened to be an off-duty police officer who was there. The employees alerted the police officer. He approached her as she was leaving the Wawa. She was going bye bye from the Wawa. And he was like, um, Did you forget to pay for something? And she was like, No. And he pointed at her waistband because there in her pants was an armload of candy. She had lumpy pants. She had a Snickers bar poking out of her waistband. Oh, honey. And then later revealed several That's... candy bars in her butt. I mean, you know, not in her actual book. She revealed several candy bars in her butt. I mean, you know, in the butt area. Yeah, in her yeah. Between her her rear. In the crotchal region. Yeah. In the pant between the pants and the panties. Oh my god. It melted too much. (laughs) Well, that would be dangerous. Like she you know, I hope she was gonna dig them out before she like drove off because otherwise it's gonna be that's gonna be a chocolatey experience. Where are we going next? 
Holly, you want to go next? Yeah, okay. sure. Right. Um, we are going to North Carolina, I believe. Okay. Um, let me just double check uh, if we are going to there. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still good. Thinking I about checked the my can- ticket. I'm good. I'm thinking about the candy bars <laughs> in the rear end. Um, and we in have the butt, to- Bob. <laughs> It's Friday. It's um, yes. Uh, and we have to go to Clyde Cooper's Barbecue. Oh. Is that like his own personal barbecue? No, it's a restaurant. Oh, okay. I don't I know mean, if we were at some guy's house. I mean, no, but, I, you know, Clyde Cooper makes some good barbecue, so I'm sure it was like, hey, why don't I make a restaurant about yeah. it? Okay. It's famous. And Annie Cook decided to stop by and get some famous barbecue. Mm. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for her, the pork that she ordered was not cooked the right way. Oh, undercooked pork? Yeah. Un- well, Ooh. she claimed it was pink. Oh, oh no. Oof. Uh-huh. Pink and, pork. Yeah. And she left a review about it. She said, worst customer experience I had in my life. Barbecue was very pink and had lots of fat in it. Tried to go back and tell them. Either I want my money back, she actually said want my money back, or something else. Now, Colleen Mm. and Bradley, I want you to guess what that something else was. That she wanted or that she was going to do? She was going to do. She was threatening. Oh, Oh. threatening. Or Mm -hmm. she was going to take her top off. No. Was this like an Annie Get Your Gun experience? Uh, no. Okay. Um, she was going to leave a bad review. Well, she had already left a bad oh. review. No, she was going to call the cops. <laughs> On her pink pork? Yeah. And That's guess what? Spoiler alert, she did. And they were like, uh... We're busy? Yeah. And uh, she told 911, I'd order some food from there and the barbecue is pink and I asked for them to cook it or exchange my order. They're saying the meat is supposed to be pink. Okay, we've what, reached what a kind of hole. pork was it? I think it was just probably like a briskety situation, maybe. I just feel like we've reached an all time low when it comes to customer experience and our ability to express that in a normal fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, the police mm-hmm. did, yeah, did show up. Oh, really? Yeah. And mm, so uh, I've been busy. Yeah, well, maybe they were hungry. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, everything was taken care of, but Annie. You know, misused nine one one. Yeah, because her pork was pink. Because of her pink pork. Mm-hmm. Okay, so pink pork. So far, we have heard the Wawa candy bars in the Wawa, and <laughs> in the hoo ha in the hoo ha Wawa in the hoo ha, and we've heard about the pink pork in North Carolina. That sounds not good. Next, we are Where going, are we going to Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, see. And we are going to uh, re- Redemptorist That's a thing. I don't even know what that means. Catholic Church on Broadway Boulevard. Um, and that's where police responded to a call from the church's security system on Saturday night. Uh, they arrived at the scene and they did find signs of forced entry. However, they found nothing amiss. There were not people present in the building any longer, and they weren't able to see anything missing or anything ransacked. And so they secured the area, and then they left. But on Sunday morning, when the congregation came to worship, that was when they realized that something very important was missing 
from the Redemptorist or Redemptorist, Redemptorist, Redemptorist Catholic Church. Okay. The Eucharist. No. The, the font. No. Wafer things? No. Those little uh, kneely things? No. All of the hymnals and Bibles were missing. Oh my God! From the pews. There was nary a hymnal nor How a Bible. Steal. Wait, the not pews. the pews. Just the hymnals and the Bibles. The pews were there, but okay. the hymnals and Bibles that were usually in the pews, all gone. Gone. All of them. Yeah. Uh, at that point, they did call the police and let them know, oh no, something did go missing. And it was all of the hymnals and Bibles. And the police are looking for any information on who has an abundance of hymnals and Bibles I mean, and might have stolen all of those. Couldn't they just have gone to their local, like, you know, motel and just Listen, open the drawer? Yeah, free. the Gideons, leave them there ah. for you. I don't know about the I, hymnals, though. I Well, yeah. Do, are we sure this wasn't like a, you know, I don't know. Maybe they decided to freshen things up and get some new literature in there. <laughs> Yes, they were all replaced, actually, by copies of Moby Dick. I mean, you know, you want to change. You've read it a few times. Yeah, here's like, something what new. What else you got? The Guinness Book of World Records. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> something now, to do with. what's the Johnny in the bathroom book? The Uncle John bathroom reader. Yeah. We used to have the guy on every yeah. year. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. We used to give him out. Oh, yeah, we did. As a holiday gift. Maybe we should send some to the Redemptorist Catholic Church. That's a bummer. They never figured out what happened? Not yet. All right. Uh, Let's bring Amy back on the line. Hi, Amy. Hi, you guys. Amy. That was fun. You heard all three crazy, stupid idiots. You heard the Wawa and the hoo-ha. You heard the pink pork. And you heard the uh, caper of the missing hymnals. Uh, One of those stories is actually true. It actually happened. Which one do you think is the true story. Well, I'm going to go for Wawa just because I went to visit family in New Jersey and that's all they talk about is going to the Wawa and I couldn't understand how they could do it with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Amy, is the Wawa in the hoo-ha the true crazy, stupid idiot survey says? It's okay, because remember, you get three chances. <laughs> Not the Wawa and the hoo-ha. So, now it is between the pink pork and the missing hymnals. Let's go missing hymnals. And Amy has guessed that the missing hymnals is the true story. Survey says... Oh! Okay, Amy. <laughs> You got now one you know more chance. Call in when I have to actually know the answer. No, but here's the great part is you're going to win because which one is the real true story of a real true crazy stupid idiot? Could it be Pink Pork? It is! Yeah! The Pink Pork! Woo! Congratulations, Amy. Thank <laughs> you for playing today and congratulations on uh, winning that t-shirt. Uh, you can hang. Do you have we're, everything we're you need? All set to go. All right, Amy, thank you again. Have Thanks, a great Amy. day. Uh, congratulations to Amy. And you too can play Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot. We do it every Friday here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. When we come back, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. What? After this on My Talk 1071.